Let's get growing. Welcome to the Home Show Garden Pros. It's time for gardening and landscape tips and advice from Houston's leading garden and landscape experts. Now, here's Sandy Mosier with Sherry Hera from Plants for All Seasons. Yippee! We've got Sherry from Plants for All Seasons Good here morning. with us. Good yes. morning. It is a gorgeous day out there. It is. She was just bragging about the sunset and I guess... Sunrise. Sunrise. Yeah, really. <laughs> sunrise. Um, Wake up, Sandy. Coming in and the sliver of the moon. Yes, it beautiful. Was beautiful. And we were just wondering... If this is the season when we get the more blue and orange sunrises, because it yeah. has been, you know, it's been more leaning. The that cooler orange. temperatures give you different colors in the sky. Right, yeah. right. Well, if you are just waking up or you've been up having your coffee or your tea, this is Home Show Garden Pros on Sports Radio 610. And thank you for listening and dialing into us. This is a talk show, yes. a call-in show, and you can call us at 281 281- Eight three three thirty three thirty three. It's an easy number. Two eight one eight three three thirty three thirty three. And Sherry Hera is here from Plants for All mm-hmm. Seasons, and she is our expert today in the studio with us. And I'm um, taking your calls and your questions and your and there's a lot to do outside oh, yes. now. Yes, and you can kind of pick and choose. What are you going to tackle first? Uh huh. So I'll just tell you. Yesterday I had help tackling my lawn. Okay. And Sherry, I was amazed because I'm not, I'm not one who will rake it after every winter. Mm-hmm. Okay, it made a huge difference. Yeah, with a metal rake and yes. kind of dethatch a little. And I could not believe how much was gathered. Uh huh. So I would recommend. I mean, that was it. Really, my lawn looks so happy now. Of course, we added leaf mold compost. Yeah. But it looks great. So I always say I am lazier than the lazy gardener. Mm-hmm. So I like to make things a lot easier on myself. And raking is a great physical activity. That's why I said I had help. (laughs) So what I typically do is the first week of March, you know, we have a little bit of growth going on. We know the grass is coming out of dormancy. Um, Once we know frosty, freezy weather is done, (laughs) I will go out and low mow and bag. And it will essentially do... The same thing as you're raking. Yes. Especially if you have added the leaf mold compost after you do it. Uh uh, Because when we inoculate with the biology, or let's just say when we, when we add the good guys, right? The living things from the, the compost, they will finish off the decomposition process. So they will start to kind of break down your thatch as well. Right. Okay. So, all right. Like I said, lazier than the lazy gardener. Right. So, I felt like I needed to do something yes, because I've had a mess of a project in the backyard. So I was like, okay, at least we can take this step. Yeah. But it's the first time in years Uh that we have done that because we've done exactly what you said. Uh It's easier to mow it. Mow it low and bag. Right. And then get that leaf mold compost. And when I say mow low, it's like a scalp. Really? Mm -hmm. But only that first mowing. Okay. When you know it's actively growing. Yeah, Yeah. because in the summer we cannot do that. You cannot do that. We expose those roots, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it's, it's one project you can add and you can do it either way. Yeah. But the mowing, not yet, you say. Yeah, I will always wait until that first or second week of March. Uh, But this weekend what I'm doing is my azomite and... My Humates Plus, and yep. then I'll water it in with the seaweed because we want to really get everything active and and activated, yeah. and, and um, 
ready to grow. Okay. So I've got the humates down. Can yeah. I do the seaweed too? I've yep. already got the compost down. You got it. Oh, I love the seaweed. I know. Because it, it just, it's magical and it works so quickly. You'll mm-hmm. wake up the next morning and your, your grass is going to be thanking you. Yes. You or plants. Or Everything even. just looks healthier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Vibrant. Yes. So those are some great to-dos. Uh-huh. And the weather's beautiful outside. Yep. We were even looking at the temperature and it said 42 in your area and 37 here or yeah. just the opposite. It does not feel like 37 degrees. It does not. I would have, you know, my scarf and my face cover on if it was 37. So. <laughs> Well, my thumb thermostat's running high right now. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm at that stage in my life. Both of ours are. That's yeah. right. Peel on, peel off. Yes. <laughs> so lots of beautiful weather that we've got outside. Yes. And you were talking about how, you know, it's Houston, Texas, and we could have another freeze. Mm-hmm. And Little this is just weather roller coaster yeah, we are on right now. And it's now. just something we go through. So, you know, if we do have that last one and you – Say, you know, you go uh-huh. shopping yeah. and fill in some of those spaces that maybe you want to fill in or that you'd lost things. Uh-huh. Just mulch around and cover, right? You got it. And especially the tropicals. But I've heard you talking about um, like hibiscus yeah. is a really popular one. Mm-hmm. So many people are planting them in the pots just for that reason. Right. To be to move them. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a great suggestion. Go ahead and get those beautiful hibiscus and... And just keep them in pots or hold off on tropicals and get all the other stuff done mm-hmm. and then just wait until that cold. Like tropicals and citrus possibly wait until yeah. we're done. But, you know, we're pretty much done. Yeah. 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 It's mid to... Almost late February, since February is a short yeah. month. Now, statistically, like our last freeze date, I think, you know, recorded has been in April at one point. I, I don't I think remember. we're on that pattern this year. We'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the first or second week of March, we'll have a frost or a light freeze, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't be anything too drastic. Yeah. And I think I remember that when it was around kind of Easter time because uh-huh. it was a late Easter. Yeah, that's pretty unusual. Very unusual. So yeah. we're going to we're gonna hope Mother Nature is hanging out with us and yeah. saying, go gardeners, go. And another thing, uh, we talk about the seaweed, right? We love the mm-hmm. seaweed. The seaweed will actually give you about two degrees of protection. Oh. It kind of warms it up. It makes the plants be able to take colder colds. Well, and that's a that's a great. Mm-hmm. So don't feel bad about putting it down. It's not too early, not too late. It's not great. Too, it's perfect. I had no idea. That and then the mulch around the plants, mm-hmm. fresh mulch. Yep. Oh, well, I love it. Well, I'm excited about getting out there. And we're going to have to talk about um, I have a patio project. So I'm coming into the shop um and I don't have to grab you, but whoever mm-hmm. on your team is an expert, they can uh-huh. help me with a few patio plants because I need to refresh. Yeah. And it gets that direct sun. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, things that are good in containers. Lots. Yeah, lots. But, you I'm, know, I want a variety. I want color. I want some overflowing in mm-hmm. front some of them. And then, of course, I've got my little herb garden. I know what to do with that. But I just need some new ideas. Oh, yeah. Well, so, hey. We have people that do, yes. do just pots. Yes. And I'm going to come out with my picture and say, look, this will get direct sun. You're right. And that's why we love the Home Show Garden Pros because I don't have to walk into – when I walk into Plants for All mm-hmm. Seasons, I don't have to find Sherry. I can no. talk to anybody who's there. And um, so Sherry is here taking your calls. Mm-hmm. And this is Home Show Garden Pros. And this is 
a rotating um, seat across mm-hmm. from me of experts who come in, and they are locally owned nurseries, family owned. And it's Sherry from Plants for All Seasons. Mm-hmm. We have Nelson's Nursery and Water Gardens out west in Katy. We have Enchanted Forest and Enchanted Gardens. They are more south in Richmond, Rosenberg area, and Nature's Way Resources. They are between Conroe and the Woodlands. So we've got you covered with um, Home Show Garden Pros. But this morning we have Plants for All Seasons taking your calls at 281-833-3333. And we'll return after this. Your soil is like a rechargeable battery. The better it is, the longer the energy lasts. Landscapers Pride soils and premium mulches are made from locally sourced all-organic materials capable of handling the summer's heat and feeding your plants efficiently. Landscapers Pride's mulches and amendments mixes are blended to help plants thrive in the clay and sandy loam found in southern Texas. It's trusted by garden professionals. So grab a bag of Landscapers Pride at a Garden Pro nursery and recharge. Find a retail location near you at landscaperspride.com. When you own a swimming pool in Texas, there are two things you want. You want it clean and you want it clear. Hello, I'm Joe Puccio, the owner of Clean and Clear Pools. Stop spending your weekends cleaning your filters, vacuuming, and checking chemicals. Let us do it. From supplies, maintenance, pumps, repairs, and hard diagnostics, our licensed technicians have you covered. Tom Tyne trusts Clean and Clear Pools. You can too. Clean and Clear Pools at Highway 6 North and West Road. Get a free quote and check us out at cleanandclearpoolstx.com. The Home Show Garden Pros are here to help you be a better gardener with tips from pros you can trust. Members of the Home Show Garden Pros Co-op. Sherry Hara from Plants for All Seasons in Northwest Houston. I'm Joey Linderman from Enchanted Nurseries and Landscapes in Richmond. Connect with Home Show Garden Pros Co-op members anytime at homeshowgardenpros.com. Or call now at 281-833-3333. And good morning. This is Home Show Garden Pros. We appreciate you dialing in to Sports Radio 610. And I'm sitting here this morning with Sherry Hera, one of our favorite Home Show Garden Pros. But don't tell Sherry I say that to all of our Home Show Garden Pros. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, I listen. <laughs> We love all of our home show garden pros. You are all experts and you bring the same information, but in different ways. Right. And we learn and we hear it and we're like, oh yeah, that's what I'm going to do today. And that's what I love about gardening is there's not a hard rule on you have to do it this way. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody has their easy ways or their tips or shortcuts. Yeah. I mean, essentially they're all the end results. Right. The same. Right. Uh, it's just how you get there is different. Right. Um, so that's what I love about it. It's not like, you know, you do it your way, I'll do it mine. Right. And let's see, you know, what happens. What happens. And, yeah. And hopefully we have something living at the end. But you know what? There are times when we kill them. And I am right here. But I... you can look at it, you know, that's a, that's how we learn. <laughs> that's we right. fail. Right. And, you know, that's just an opportunity to try right. something new as well. And it and it's usually an inexpensive trial. Yeah. And you're Right. I learn from it. I'm like, okay, no, that's not going to go there. Mm-hmm. Or I need to raise the bed or I need less water or, oh yeah, there was a leak there, right? you know, that just killed my plant. So there's so many reasons, but you can give Sherry a call at 281-833-3333 and we can walk through those questions and concerns mm-hmm. about what's going on. And Sherry, we have got Randy on the line waiting for you. Good morning, Randy. 
Good morning. How are y'all today? Doing great. How are you? Great, great. I have a question for you. Uh-huh. Um, well, my wife and I have a bay house down and uh, near Palacios. It's on the you know the central coast down there, uh-huh. and we're very close to the water. Uh, we had a driveway put in uh, in our bay house so two or three years ago, and they used a caliche. They dug up a bunch of the dirt. Well, they ended up spreading it out in the front yard. We have like two lots mm-hmm. and not any really trees or anything like that. We're, we're real close to the water. Okay. Uh, but every year and this year, especially um, it's, it's taken over by clover. I'd say it's 75% clover. Right okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and some assorted weeds. And I think that all resulted from the stuff that they dug up with the backhoe and kind of spread out in the front yard, you know? Yeah. So it's a little unlevel and needs some leveling done with some, you know, sand and stuff like that. Or, uh, so that was my question. How do I go about, you know, it, it was St. Augustine before and it's yeah. still down in there. Yeah. But, uh, kind of weeding that out. We do have dogs, you know, that we walk in the yard and stuff like that. So obviously I know y'all hit, you know, lean towards organic and stuff like that, which is fine. Uh-huh. That and what's the best thing to level those low spots in the yard with so okay. they don't collect water during the uh, extreme weather conditions we get down there. <laughs> sure. So uh, organic compost is going to be your best friend. Um, and okay. let's look at the weeds more as they're trying to really help you out. When you dig soil from deep, to, you know, to build a structure and you put it up on top of the soil, there's not a lot of organic material and there's not a lot of biology in that soil. You know, you get down past the first few inches and there's not tons of biology in that soil. Mm -hmm. And so then you spread it on the top and, and, you know, plants need the relationship of the the soil microbes to Mm -hmm. thrive. And so the weeds are trying to put some of those things back in there. The clover and all that. And so you'll have a certain set of weeds, clover being one of them. We're trying to build the nitrogen. Mm -hmm. It has the nitrogen-fixing bacteria. So let's work with the weeds and not fight the weeds, okay? Right. There's very few weeds. Yeah, there's very few weeds that I would fight with a chemical and clover and a lot of these little tissuey opportunistic weeds I would not. So Mm. um, I would say well-manicured weeds look really nice. (laughs) (laughs) So by cutting their seed heads off and and, uh, mowing regularly, that's going to control them from the seed level. And then increasing the organic material and committing to fertilize a little bit more frequently this year to try to build that nitrogen up in the soil naturally with something like the MicroLife 624 um, or MicroLife okay. Hybrid, something like that. Um, but I would highly recommend you adding organic material. That's really what you're going to get the most bang for your buck. Um, okay. And Which that will be... help. That'll actually hold on to some moisture as well in those sandier soils. Okay, so what so organic? Into... Uh huh. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, leaf mold compost. There you go. Mm-hmm. Leaf mold for mm-hmm. the for the organic material yes, that she's talking about. You got okay. it. Okay. And that's available at pretty much the. Is that available at the box stores, or do I need to go into a place like yours? You, yeah, we're down, we're so down there, so it's limited down there. Yeah, to, although I do get it to go in and out of Houston quite often. So. Um, and I'm not sure exactly where what what is down by you. You mm-hmm. will have to find either a farm store or a garden center down there that carries like the Nature's Way, um, okay. ground up. 
um, or heirloom soils, they all have a leaf mold compost. Mm-hmm. So a leaf mulch compost. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it's mold, it's like moldy bread. It sounds gross, but it is yeah, beautiful okay. material. Um, but yeah, try to do that. Um, and if you feel like it sounds like it's a sandier soil, so I don't know that compaction is an issue for you, but if you feel like it is compacted, then go ahead and get a, uh, aeration machine, aerate it, put the compost Mm -hmm. top dressing down and then the micro life. Now he, Randy, you were talking about some low spots. Can he use the compost for Mm -hmm. that or does he need to use something else for the low spots? So if it's really low and unlevel, then you'll want to use a topsoil or or kind of get out and rake it really, you know, Uh, aggressively to give you some leveling and then put a layer of compost on top. Okay. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, That'll help me out. And should we, you were talking earlier about first, second week in March. Yeah. You know, low cutting it. Is that, would that be good to do with that clover and in the front yard and stuff too? Absolutely. Yeah. Mow low and bag. It'll remove some of that thatch that our grass actually went dormant this year. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So definitely the first or second week of March. Okay. And Randy, one hint about um, trying to find the leaf mold compost or Nature's Way products, even MicroLife. um, You can go to homeshowgardenpros.com and there is a link there for Nature's Way resources and you can find out where he has some of that. And and a lot of the times it's not only local nurseries, but some of the um, local feed stores or hardware mm-hmm. stores carry that. Yeah, we do have those, some yeah. of those available in the area. So, yeah, that probably work. Yeah. About that too. Including the MicroLife also, but the Nature's Way resources, um, it's great stuff. Like she was talking about the leaf mold mold compost. <laughs> so I know there's Sienna Mulch down there somewhere. I'm oh, just yeah, not Sienna exactly Mulch sure is where south. that is. It's Rocheron. Yeah. And they're are doing you, a bang up job right now. Are you near? Are you near? Rocheron, no, we're down farther on the coast. We're probably, okay. <clears throat> excuse me, about two hours from Rocheron. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. down closer to uh, Port Lavaca. Okay. You know, heading towards Corpus, but we're still like right. know, an hour and a half of Corpus, but central coast down there. Yeah. Okay. But they've got the products all over the place. So you can go online yeah. and, and look up um, those different products and find out kind of where they are. So, well, great. Okay. It sounds like a great solution and, and it doesn't sound as overwhelming as you think no it's not yeah. you know no. i love that gotta get i get a handle on it yeah right i love the way sherry said let's not fight the weeds no you know work let's just them. work around them well good Got well it. thanks for your call randy all right thank you all very much have a good weekend and this is home show garden pros on sports radio 610 i am here with sherry hera from plants for all seasons plants for all seasons is up on 249 easy exit luetta and it's just right mm-hmm. there Right there? Right there. Beautiful location. And you can reach Sherry this morning here at the studio at 281-833-3333, 281-833-3333. And we will return after this. You got to eat healthy to be healthy. True for you, true for your garden, yard, and landscaping. Winterize now with MicroLife Humates Plus 004 and MicroLife Ocean Harvest 423 to see success this spring. Condition your soils with one application of MicroLife Humates Plus. Follow up with spraying MicroLife Ocean Harvest for additional degrees of frost protection. Find MicroLife at your local garden center. MicroLifeFertilizer.com 
Sunny today, monsoon rain tomorrow. Freezing one day, 100 degrees the next. Welcome to Houston, where wild weather is part of our everyday life. Makes enjoying outdoors difficult. Until now, Houston Shade Pro extends your living area with the world's smartest motorized screens. Enjoy touch-of-a-button protection from sun, rain, dust, and bugs. Plus, get more privacy. HoustonShadePro.com takes the wild out of our weather and extends your outdoor living area. Take control now. Visit HoustonShadePro.com. Get sharp now. This is your last month to sharpen your mower blades. Dull blades make mowing hard on you, the mower, and your grass. Sharp is better. It's why you listen to Home Show Garden Pros. Good morning, gardeners. This is Shelby from Nature's Way Resources, just north of the woodlands. Spring is just around the corner, so now is the perfect time to come get your native double ground mulch, compost, and soil amendments to start getting those beds ready for planting. Nature's Way Resources also has a native plant nursery here on site. We offer blueberries, peaches, pears, bulbs, of course, native plants. And when everything is looking very brown outside, we also offer house plants. Right now is the perfect time to plant fruit trees. All of the peaches are coming out with their blooms right now. The blueberries are in full bloom. We'll be having pansies, snapdragons, and other assorted annuals. And our veggies should be here in early March. If your flower beds need a little bit of a pick-me-up, the fungal compost is perfect for top dressing any flowers, trees, and shrubs. Our picnic area is perfect for you to bring your pets, your family, and just walk around, look around, bring a picnic lunch, and enjoy the scenery. Nature's Way Resources is located just north of the woodlands, right off of 45, exit 1488. Go across the railroad tracks, take a right, and you'll run right into us. So come by and see us. Good morning. This is Home Show Garden Pros on Sports Radio 610. I am here with Sherry Hara from Plants for All Seasons. She is your Home Show Garden Pro this morning. Love having Sherry here and um, just you know, the different ways that we can improve our garden and what we can put in our garden and landscaping and lawns. So we talk about it all. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about much about our veggie gardens yet, but I know it's tomato season. Mm-hmm. I got mine planted last weekend. Your transplants? Uh-huh. Okay. So I know there was a there was a little bit of a um, news story about a threat of a frost uh-huh. up north of Houston. Yep. So what are you going to do with your tomato plants if there's I a frost? I just put pine needles right over the top oh, the of a frost. Needles. A light frost is not going to hurt them if you can just give them a little bit of a covering. Okay. So I just loosely like fluffed up pine needles, mm-hmm. put them right over the top. It just keeps the frost from settling on them. I love it. Yeah. And you didn't, don't even cover them. Yeah. If, if it was going to be... You know, we get to freezing and we were going to have rain and and you might get some ice. Then I would throw a plastic bucket right over the top of them. Yeah. But it seemed like it was just sort of a hint of it, you know, not lasting too long. It's those extended freezes that are scaring us. Exactly. Yeah. Well, um, I read, I know you get the lazy gardener from Uh um, Nature's Way. From John Ferguson. And I read on there, he said, well, just be glad that you weren't around in 1899 because it was six degrees Uh in mid-February. Yeah, You know, it didn't last that long, but so it comes in cycles. It does. You know, ups and downs, and we'll deal with it as it comes. So let's just forge forward on what is on our list to do. And early in the show, we talked about the lawn and then um, now veggie gardens. Mm -hmm. So 
that is a fun, if you haven't done a veggie garden yet, it mm-hmm. might be something just to try. Yeah. And I think a lot of people think they have to have like a big vegetable garden to have a veggie garden. Right. And you could do it in containers, mm-hmm. grow pots, like the, you know, the fabric grow pots. Um, there's lots of options. You throw it right in your flower bed. Yeah. You don't have to have a dedicated vegetable garden. Right. Just amend the soil wherever you're going. Okay. You know, get the right soil and the right fertilizer and, and you should be good. Okay. So right soil and right uh-huh. fertilizer for veggies. Is there something different? I need so Landscapers think? Pride has an amazing um, raised bed mix. It's called Gardener's Magic. Yes. And it's dump, plant, go. Basically, it's that easy. I love it. Uh-huh. Um, you can use it in containers or raised beds or right in the flower bed. And that's great to know because, you know, you don't have to have – there's not a specific for everything, but this is good when you've got the mm-hmm. containers or the raised beds. Yeah. Well, when we're talking veggies, your success is going to be what you're using, okay, the time you're doing it, and your expectations of what's supposed to happen. Right. You know, vegetable gardens aren't always the most beautiful. No. But they give you fruit. Right. Or vegetables. Right. You know. And then how many? And then if you're having trouble, give us a call because yeah. that can be frustrating. People say, well, I only got one tomato. Well, give us a call. And, and that could have been varietal or right. you just started too late. You know, we've uh, got to start early enough on tomatoes. Tomatoes, your success is going to be dependent on timing. And, you know, we got to get an early start to get our tomato plant up in in blooming mm-hmm. so before and setting before our nighttime. It's all about nighttime temperatures. For it's tomatoes. our nighttime temperatures. When we start getting over 76 degrees at night, the, the fruit set or the ability to make a fruit shuts down basically. Oh, so it likes a little cooler at night. Cooler at Below night would 70. be better. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a lot of people think it's something about the daytime temperature when we get hot and it's not the daytime temperature. It's the nighttime temperature. Interesting. You know, they grow uh, tomatoes in the desert as long as the nights cool yeah, off. That's right. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. might get hot during the day, um, but the, the nighttime temperature. It's almost like they need a reprieve. Those yes. little tomatoes. It would be nice if we all got one yes. in the summertime. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll take care of the tomatoes on their reprieve and get them in early. Yes. And make sure we've got um, good soil for them to grow in. Good soil. Pretty good easy. Good organic for- fertilizer. Yeah. And you're good to go. And that's something we can start this weekend. Mm-hmm. This is Home Show Garden Pros on Sports Radio 610. You can give Sherry Hera from Plants for All Seasons a call at 281-833-3333, 281-833. 333333 and we'll be back. Get your green on at Plants for All Seasons. From perennials and annuals to ground covering grasses, their hand chosen plants are second only to their support. Get even greener. Plants for All Seasons gardening classes are a fun way to learn something new for everyone from beginning or master gardeners. Plants for All Seasons, 21328 Highway 249, just north of Luetta, and online at plantsforallseasons.com. Now, back to answering your gardening questions with the Home Show Garden Pros. It's that time of year. The Lake Houston Home and Outdoor Living Show is today and this weekend. You can see the newest ideas and products for updating your home and your outdoor living spaces. Join Tom Tynan at the Lake Houston Home and Outdoor Living Show today at the Humble Civic Center. Hundreds of new home improvement ideas, plants, spas, trees, and Orbit 
is going to be there. The laundry guy will be there to sign books and all sorts of creative ideas for your inside and outside at the Lake Houston Home and Outdoor Living Show. Tom Tynan will be broadcasting live in just about an hour and a half, and then he's going to be hanging out to answer your questions until about two o'clock. So join him. And it's so special. I love how they treat our teachers, our military, vets, fire and police responders. You all get discounts. Kids 12 and under, you get in free. So it can be a family event and there's free parking. That is handy. So click on the banner at homeshowradio.com for the Lake Houston Home and Outdoor Living Show. Enjoy that today. And this is Sherry, and I'm sitting here with Sandy. We're answering all your lawn and garden questions this morning. Go ahead and give us a call, 281-833-3333. And we have Kathy on the line. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. My brother gave me a bag of the leaf mold compost. And he, his friend said it was great for the yard. My dogs like to eat the grass. Will the leaf mold compost hurt them? Not at all. Not at all. No, I'm. Uh, it's completely safe and natural, uh, produced locally, and um, I probably wouldn't want them to eat it because we call it black gold in our industry, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's worth its weight in gold. Um, so I would say put it down and water it in. So that the particles kind of nestle down into the soil, and you should be good. How do I do it? Do it like fertilizer with a spreader? No, uh, it doesn't. It's, it's it's too heavy to go through a regular spreader. There are compost spreaders, but they're very, very expensive. So I would just dump it and rake it through. Okay. Yep. And uh, next question. I want to do rose, roses, but I don't have a good bed. I was going to put them just in the yard, or should I go with a container, which is better? Um, I mean, if you have a good sunny spot in the yard and you could just make like not a big flower bed, but just maybe um, a little bigger than the root ball, just kind of remove the grass, add some good soil and plant it up a little. So on a mound with some good rose soil, you should be fine. You just need to keep the mowers and the weed eaters away from it. Mm. Okay, so rose soil, Uh do I put that in the hole before I put in the... Yeah, so if it's in a grassy area, of course, you need to dig the grass out um, and then loosen the soil a few inches down and then put the rose soil right on top of that and then dig your rose in. Awesome. Yep. And uh, last question. I have some crepe myrtles that have already budded. Is okay. it too late to prune, prune those back? No, not at all. No, you can go ahead and do any thinning. And, um, you know, if you're on Facebook and you go to Plants for All Seasons, uh, Facebook page. I just did a video on it. We just put it out. Uh, but you can go ahead and thin and and cut back a little bit. Just don't do one of the heavy prunings where you whack it back all the way. All right. Thank you so much. You fantastic. Thank, Thank you so much. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Great questions. Yeah. Because I was thinking about the the roses uh-huh. when I talked about my patio and pots. I think one of my containers I'm going to put roses in. Okay. I have I have some out in the yard, so I'll ask for some guidance when I come by Plants for All Seasons of if there's a variety that's mm-hmm. better in a container. No, they all grow. They can Do all they? grow in containers. I probably wouldn't put a huge climber in a container. Right. Um, but, you know, more of our shrub roses, mm-hmm. our own root roses. Eventually we'll get the David Austin roses. And what's so special are about that? English roses, their own root, um, 
Higher petal counts, higher fragrance. Ooh, I love the fragrance. Yeah. That would be fun. Yep. And then that leaf mold compost, that's so funny that people are learning about it all the time. And uh-huh. it is such a great product. It is. She's going to be able to feel the difference. And my see dog, the difference. see the difference. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. When she when she's spreading it, she can feel uh-huh. it. And then voila, you see it. So we got that down in my yard yesterday. Uh-huh. And my dogs are microlife dogs. Uh-huh. They love, I have to hide them, you know, when I'm spreading it, but they'll find it eventually. Mm-hmm. They were a little interested in the leaf mold compost because of the smell, I'm sure. Yeah. So it has a little bit of horse manure in it. Yeah. And that's so what they were smelling. Dogs like poop. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was surprised and I was glad that they weren't really chomping at it because yeah. I have one who more likes sticks. So there's not big, mm-hmm. you know, like... My I, I have a mulch eater. Yeah. Like she loves to chew on the little pieces of yes. mulch. Yeah. So yeah. at least this is so fine. There's nothing in there. So yeah. that they were okay about that. They left it alone, which I was glad about. Yeah. But thanks for the call, Kathy. And then the reminder about the crepe myrtles. Uh-huh. We'll talk about those when we return because sure. you've got a great video on that. And, and just hints, you know, to be careful. If we've made mistakes before, there's things we can do to sort of improve those. Sure. And this is Home Show Garden Pros on Sports Radio 610. You can give Sherry Hera a call. She is here from Plants for All Seasons up on 249. She's taking your calls at 281-833-3333, 281 and we'll return after this. My name is Scott McGrath. I was born in a little town in East Texas called Garrison. There are no insects in the entire town. When I was 14 years old, armed with a Zippo lighter and an entire pallet full of Aquanet hairspray cans, I terrorized every insect in Garrison, Texas. Some people fish, some ski. I kill bugs. I also have a website at McGrathPestControl.com. Nobody likes bugs in their house, and nobody on earth hates bugs more than I do. McGrath Pest Control. I really hate insects and mice. Which would you choose, a bumpy road with potholes or smooth, fresh pavement? Easy choice. Same goes for plumbing. You want water from corroded, sediment-filled pipes or smooth, clean, corrosion-free pipes? Fact is, galvanized pipes are bumpy roads that fail without notice. TDT fixes plumbing pinhole potholes for good, guaranteed. Whether it's PEX repiping or e-pipe restoration of the pipes you have, TDT's decades of experience gives you affordable choices. TDT PEX repiping. Piping and e-pipe restoration. Make the easy choice. TDTEpipe.com. Feed your feeders in February. Get them ready, because butterflies and birds send scouts to find food. Getting feeders ready and flowers planted earns you a festive show. Speaking of festive shows, this is Home Show Garden Pros. Hi, everybody. It's Anita. And Mary. Hey, Mom, do you know what season this is? It's bed building season. That's right. A great time to get out there and build new garden beds. Not only that, but it's also a great time to refresh your existing bed. Now, how do you do that? First, prune back and remove all the mushy stuff from the past freeze. Next, check your woody shrubs for life. That's right. By using the scratch test, just scratch back a bit of the bark, and if it's green underneath, the plant's still alive, and you just leave it alone until spring. Next, 
add Humate Plus for MicroLife and additionally add a half inch to one inch of Nature's Way leaf mold compost. You can also add three to four inches of pine straw to suppress winter weed growth. An alternate method would be to use a pre-emergent to keep weed seeds from germinating. And you can find all your bed building needs here at Nelson Nursery. Including some prescriptions for your freeze-stressed plants. Yes, we have the Boomerang comeback formula from Fox Farm and MicroLife liquid fertilizers that help strengthen your plants after they've been through that stress of the freeze. Nelson Nursery and Water Gardens, you can find us. Yay, I love that reminder of it's bed building season. So mm-hmm. yes, we can all be out there improving our beds and and I'm working on growing some beautiful items. So we mentioned the crepe myrtles. Mm-hmm. This is kind of the season. That and and roses, people are like, okay, now I think I'm supposed to trim. It's, Am I not yeah, supposed to pruning season too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, okay, what do I what do I go after and what do I leave alone? So yeah. the last caller, Kathy, was saying that she had a few buds on her crepe myrtle. Uh-huh. And you said, sure, go ahead. Let's. And, and, sh- and they're, they're leaf budding, right? They're okay. budding out with mm-hmm. little green leaves. Um, but you want to go ahead and do <clears throat> your pruning and shaping now, really on a crepe myrtle. Um, you know, a lot of people think they need to take them way back, right? We yeah. call that crepe murder. Yeah. And <clears throat> that's something that you don't want to do on the regular. Okay. Right. Um, now let's say you've been doing it every year and you have those big knobby, gnarly, ugly things. Right. Um, you, I, I would say, let's just make this the last year you do that. Okay. And cut back below the big knobby, <sighs> gnarly thing. Almost starting over. Almost starting over. I think that's great. And then just say, I'm not doing it anymore. And that gets rid of the big knobs okay. and then let it grow and feed it and maintain it like a crepe myrtle should be maintained like a new one like a new one um any crisscrossing branches or anything going straight up so you'll have your main branches and if you have something just going straight up go ahead and take that off interesting you want to have a graceful pretty Mm -hmm. growth habit okay um and then anything smaller than a number two pencil that you can reach go ahead and take off and any of the spent flower buds the seed pods from last year that you can reach cut back now my tree is 20 foot tall and i'm not going to get up there and take those seed pods off no it's once it gets to a certain height i just let it go now not all crepe myrtles are going to just get 20 foot tall some varieties only get six foot tall some varieties are you only get two to three foot tall Uh some varieties get 15 foot tall so plant the right crepe myrtle for your space so if you have a, a two-story house and you want something that gets big, like 20-foot tall, then plant one that gets 20-foot tall. But just because you cut your 20-foot tall crepe myrtle back doesn't mean it's going to control the height. No. So a 20-foot tall crepe myrtle is going to get 20-foot tall whether you cut it or not. Yeah. So you whack it back, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get to that height. If you don't whack it back, it's going to stay at that 20-foot tall. So uh-huh. you know, a lot of people think they're controlling the height on them, and it doesn't. Okay. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just false and, and, yeah. and we need to just do the right thing for the right plant. But I love the, the idea and the recommendation of if you want to get rid of the ugly knobs, uh-huh. just cut below it this year, this year and be done. Now, what if we've got one that's, we don't have the knobs on it and we've got the dead buds uh-huh. on there. Do we really, do we trim every year, prune every year, or do we just let them go? 
Well, I just let mine go because yeah. they're 20 foot tall. Now, okay. if I could reach those spent seed pods, I'd probably just remove them just because they're kind of ugly. They are right now. Um, but And you'll see them leaf out and, you know, you see those spent buds or seed pods on there. Yeah. If, if you can reach them. But, you know, once my tree leaves out, it shoots those off. Yeah. And then it's not a problem. So it's not a must, you know, and I think people thought that they had to, you know, cut them. A decade no. ago, we yeah. kind of got in that habit. So you can just leave them, especially you can just leave them. yeah, yeah. They're gonna yeah. Like I said, thinning, thinning. in any crisscrossy branches because if they sit there and rub, then they have open wounds. Oh, so okay. you want any crisscrossing branches, and then any of the suckers that come out from around the base of them, oh. you can get that. And a lot of times, trees that are over pruned get the suckers. Okay, and how so. do you get those? Do you trim them? Yank them? Yeah, out? you just trim them. I mean, trim usually them you, just, you can just snap them off but Break just trim them, them right at the at the start mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. unless you want a bush unless you're going to have a, a bushy tree or something i yeah. guess right yeah because some of the the smaller crepe myrtles uh-huh. i've seen in one area i've got that those little ones coming up yeah yeah, so. I mean, that makes a new plant. It does. It does. I mean, yeah. it's beautiful. But I think breaking some of those habits that we think. Yeah. And that's really important. Just, you know, to be careful on on what we get into. We're making more work for ourselves. And just because the landscapers in the neighborhood does it yeah. does not mean that you need to do that. It doesn't make it the right thing. Right, right. And we were They ta- also use Roundup around the roses. So Yikes. let's not just do what they're doing because they're doing it. Right. They and, don't always know what they're doing. And that's why you can call the Home Show Garden Pros. And Sherry is here to talk about all of those to-dos and not-to-dos mm-hmm. at 281-833-3333, 281-833-3333. And we will return after this. Growing healthier plants is easier when you add Nature's Way Resources Remineralizer. A blend of special Texas mineral-rich sands, Nature's Way Remineralizer provides crucial elements in minerals craved by plants and missing from our Gulf Coast soil. Your garden, yard, and trees will grow stronger, healthier, and resistant to pests. Here's the best part. Your harvest will be more nutritious and delicious. Find Nature's Way Remineralizer at leading garden centers. There's a location near you at naturewayresources.com Now back to answering your gardening questions with the Home Show Garden Pros. I love a one-stop shop and that is at Sienna Mulch. Sienna Mulch is south of Houston and it is a green waste recycler and manufacturer of their own premium hardwood mulch. It is family-owned since 2009. I've had some great visits out there with Ashley and her sister and her brother running the um, Sienna Mulch, and they are go-getters. This is a place where you can get your mulch, your soil, your sand, your compost, your gravel, and your stone. So you've got your list for your project. Sienna Mulch is the place to go. Sienna Mulch also carries our favorite fertilizers and plant foods that you hear about on Home Show Garden Pros. And they have great landscapers' tools. They even have a variety from Italy. They are really nice, sturdy tools. So for any project, Sienna Mulch is the place to go. They are in Rocherin. They also deliver within 20 miles. Sienna Mulch is so much more than mulch. Find out more at homeshowgardenpros.com. And this is Home Show Garden Pros on Sports Radio 610. I am here with Sherry Hara from Plants for All Seasons. And we have talked about roses and crepe myrtles and veggie gardens and more to come. So give Sherry a call at 
If you missed any information, don't feel bad. Just give her give her a call, and we'll kind of go over any new information you need to know. But Sherry, we also have um, Ask a Pro, mm-hmm. and we get lots of questions via the website on homeshowgardenpros.com. And if people go to homeshowgardenpros.com. All of our Home Show Garden Pros are listed on there. Right. So there are links to you guys um, so people can find out where you are. But there's also an area where they can send in questions. Mm -hmm. And I had to laugh um, last night when I was pulling off some of the questions most recently. And someone sent an emoji of a big sad face on their – on their question. And I sent them a response right away. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to talk about you tomorrow. But I couldn't resist. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. They're they're frustrated about their tomato, tomato planting. Okay. So this is from Rory. And um, Rory says, I'm rearranging my garden for tomatoes this weekend. I have these collards, romaine, broccoli, and kale. The cabbage was lost in the freeze. I uh-huh. guess he's talking about the last freeze we had. My question is, is it okay to add my old coffee grounds to the soil? Mm-hmm. I have heard it's a good thing, but I read somewhere else that it may be too much. Too many grounds could be harmful. Please advise. And that's from Rory with his big sort of sad face. <laughs> okay. And why the sad face? I don't know. I think maybe it's more of a frustrated face. Oh, okay. You know, because he gotcha. lost the cabbage. He's not quite sure what to do. So it was very cute. Okay. <laughs> so as far as coffee grounds go, they're great to add to your compost. Okay. They're not harmful to add to your tomato bed. I wouldn't um, plant directly into a oh, yeah. hole of just coffee grounds. But if you sprinkle them over the surface of your vegetable garden, that's a great way to just add some organic material. Nice. Um, But it's not going to change your soil like everybody says. Uh, It's going to acidify your azaleas. It takes time for that to happen. It takes time for it to change the pH of your soil. Um, But if you wanted to sprinkle those right over the top, that's fine. Just don't plant them directly in a big pile yeah. of just coffee oh, grounds. Right. So you need to have your good compost in yeah. there and your good soils and you can sprink some, sprinkle some coffee grounds. So yeah. not a big deal, Rory. No, not a big yeah. deal. And yeah. you know, I don't have a big compost pile in my yard, but what I do is trench composting. So if I have a lot of food waste mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I don't have a compost pile to just throw it in, I'll go dig a hole. And stick it in there so that uh, my dogs and different yeah. animals don't get to it anyways. Right. Um, and then, you know, by the, you know, few weeks go by, you go dig in that hole and everything's broken down. Amazing. So you can do that in your vegetable garden too. Just, right. You know, you don't want to do it right next to the root zone. Just kind of in the middle of your vegetable garden is fine. Because as that stuff decomposes, it may change uh, the bacterial or the fungi. Um, and you just want to let that breakdown before yeah yeah and that's a good way to recycle yeah yeah well good now i think um rory was a little concerned about the cabbage so he lost the cabbage in the freeze is it too late for him to replant some cabbage uh probably too late for the head cabbages um you know leafy greens uh, a lot of your chinese greens um or asian greens you could do uh right now with no problem. You okay. still have enough time. Collard greens, things like that too. Okay. So yeah, Mustard talk- greens, turnips, all that stuff. Okay. So all there's right. lots of things he can do, but yeah. cabbage, it won't. we won't have enough time to get a big head on them. Okay. All right. Well, that's an easy enough question. Yeah. You know, now speaking of this 
coffee grounds. Yes. We've heard you talk about your compost tea. Uh-huh. Now, we're approaching that season, mm-hmm. aren't we, with the compost tea that you're going to be offering? Yeah. Okay, so tell me a little bit about that. So basically, we take uh, Nature's Way leaf mold compost, uh-huh. and we steep it in what looks like a huge tea bag. Oh, my. Okay, and that, and we do it overnight in a purified water. Uh, with some humic acid, and uh, that pulls all the biology out, right? Just imagine all these little yeah. guys floating and swimming around in mm-hmm. that in that water. And then we'll take that solution, put it in our air, aerated compost tea brewer. So we dump it in there, and it's constantly moving. It's just constantly because you want to have oxygen involved. And then we feed those microbes. Oh, my goodness. With all kinds of yummy things like seaweed and molasses and different concoctions. And that makes them multiply. Like if you were looking at it under a microscope, before your eyes, you will see these guys just coming to life. Oh my gosh. And so then they get really active and then you come and you buy some and you go home and you can spray it throughout your yard, water your plants with it, use it undiluted. You can dilute it just so that it goes further. (laughs) Um, and that's just a good way to get some of that biology into your yard without hauling in yards and yards of compost. Oh, okay. So it's like concentrated compost, right, okay. that you can put out with a sprayer. Yeah. Um, and it's not a complete, like, if I, like, for instance, the guy, the gentleman that called uh, early with the weeds in his oh, yeah, yard the because weeds. they dug out the soil. And yeah. you need to use compost at least once or twice, and then you can amend it with the compost tea. Okay, so the it's compost not a tea complete substitution. Replacement. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Now you had mentioned there's a time of year for this for your compost tea. You just don't want to do it when it's too hot or too cold. Okay, so not in the middle of summer and not in the middle of winter. Okay. Now our winters are so mild here that it's not like we're freezing all the time. Right. We just don't right. want to do it when it's. Really cold because it takes a while. We don't at the nursery brew it because it takes a while for the biology to kind of come to life when it's too cold. Yeah. So March through maybe mid-June, depending on our temperatures, is when we brew it. And then we'll brew it again starting in September, assuming it cools off. Uh Because if it's too hot, it'll be too active and then it goes more uh, bacterial too fast. So you're like a microbe farm. Yes. That <laughs> is what I am. I am a microbe farmer. Farmer. Yay. <laughs> well, I love the idea of that compost tea and I've never used it before. So yeah. um, I think I'm going to – and you can use it on lawn, uh-huh. garden, landscaping. Yeah. And you have to use it within 12 hours of purchase. Okay. 12 to 24 hours depending on what you're doing. If you're doing vegetables, you can go on the um, – you can use it later uh, because it goes a little bit more bacterial. Okay. If you're using it in your grass or your flower beds, not flower beds, but your shrub beds Shrubs, or around mm-hmm. your trees, you want to use it as soon as you get home oh, because nice. then it has a, a more fungal quality to it. Okay. It's so ready as to it go. sits there and goes a little bit more anaerobic, that's when the bacteria start coming to life. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's a great task because sometimes I'll go and I'll buy a lot and then I'll get things done and I'll run out of time and uh-huh. then my other projects kind of sit. So yeah. 
get that and just know that you're going to come yep. home and that's what you yep. take. Get care. all your other chores done. Right. Save that to when you know you can do it. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Okay, okay. Well, thanks for the explanation. You got it. Miss Microbe Farmer. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Sherry Hera from Plants for All Seasons with all sorts of great information for you. You can give her a call at 281-833-3333, 281-833. 33-33-33, and we'll return after this. Bring enchantment to your garden. Whether you're an expert or a novice, Enchanted Forest and Enchanted Gardens' talented staff helps you bring magic to your garden. No matter what the season, find seeds and trees, herbs and veggies, annuals and perennials, succulents and cacti, bulbs and even shrubs. Everything needed to give your garden enchantment. Bring the family. Experience all that's growing and waiting for you at Enchanted Forest and Enchanted Gardens. Enchanted Forest on FM 2759 and Enchanted Gardens on FM 359 in Richmond. You know your fireplace might be leaking and you won't know until it's too late. Next downpour, drips become a dirty stream of water. Smoky smell gets even stronger. Stop it before it starts. Call Lord's Chimney now. Lord certified technicians inspect fireplaces and chimneys using LCD video scanning technology. They fix what they find with a mess-free service guarantee. And Lord's Chimney keeps out critters too. Schedule online, lordschimney.com. Tom Tynan's Chimney and Fireplace Home Show Pros, lordschimney.com. Now, back to answering your gardening questions with the Home Show Garden Pros. And greetings, gardeners. Thank you for tuning in to Home Show Garden Pros. I am here with Sherry. I am Sandy, but I'm here with Sherry Hera from Plants for All Seasons. She is our Home Show Garden Pro this morning, taking your calls, questions, ideas at 281-833-3333. We are talking everything green and blooming. And what do we do next, Sherry? But we have got a caller for you. We've got Bill on the line. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, ladies. How are you today? Doing good, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. Um, From your conversation regarding myrtles, I actually came up with two questions for you, one related to a myrtle. Okay. Um, The first question has to do with a neighbor of mine had myrtles, and um, they had a growth on them, lichen. Uh Uh-huh. And so we've been here a number of years, and over the years, the lichen is migrating to our myrtles. Uh-huh. And recently, we put new myrtles in the front yard, mm-hmm. and I see where the lichen has started growing on that tree. Okay. Trees, I should say. Mm-hmm. What can we do with that? We've been told mm-hmm. to pressure wash for one or two, just take and rub the lichen off. But is there another way to address that problem? Yes and no. Uh, so lichen is not necessarily harmful to the tree. Um, you know, sometimes I'll see a tree that's just inundated with it. And, you know, most people would look at that and go, well, it's taking over the tree. Um, it needs moisture. So in wet years, we'll see more lichen growth. Um, and if the tree canopy isn't thick enough to basically shade the trunk and keep the, you know, let's say moisture from the rains, like an umbrella mm-hmm. off that trunk, then it will be more likely to get the lichen. Um, if it is really just bothersome and ugly, then you can use a zinc or a copper fungicide. Sorry, copper fungicide will knock it back. 
Um, you don't want to do copper very often, though, because it can it's a metal and it can build up toxicity over time. Um, but, you know, really, if you just can really maintain your trees and keep them super healthy and happy and not whack them back every year, you'll have less lichen buildup. You know, even the healthiest trees in the woods when you're walking have, has some lichen, especially in real rainy years because of the moisture. So well, I think you've identified the problem for me, and that is the fact that uh, neighbor's trees are unattended, therefore uh-huh. they don't necessarily get uh, thinned out properly, or right. the canopy is not full enough. Yeah, and ours were all new plantings. Okay, um, so it, it 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 pretty much I think categorizes why I have a problem. Uh huh. Um, I recognize the copper fungicide being the effective approach uh-huh. uh, used in the past in some form and other things. So that that's a good approach. I okay. like that. Okay, and then you know lichen only grows where the air quality is good too. So there's that. So you must have good air. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. So it's like, you've got the good and the bad. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Now, Bill, yeah. you know what your lichen look lo- looks like, and Sherry knows. Uh-huh. Describe if someone else is listening, saying, what does lichen look like? So it looks like gray, um, almost not mossy, but uh, just like a gray growth on the trunks. Okay. And the stems All right. is where it grows. It's, All right. Um, yeah, it just kind of attaches and, and grows. You, anybody that walks in the woods has seen you'll lichen. See, yeah, yeah you'll there's many different it. forms of it, but yeah. Okay, so now you have a name for it for other listeners yeah. if they've seen it on the, So it doesn't sound like it's a big problem to be scared it's going to take over your tree. No. Okay. No, if, if I see a tree that has a ton of it, I go, well, what, what's wrong with the tree? It's not the okay. lichen that's attacking the tree. It's usually what's what there's an underlying issue any soil issues that we need to take care of it could be i mean there could be a lot of things okay so if it's a really hard compact soil or if there's nutrient deficiencies and the tree just can't thrive or if it's being pruned incorrectly or not not correctly at all okay and that's what you're seeing maybe bill with your neighbor's tree yeah okay correct wonderful one more question sure i know we're at the top of the hour do you need to take a commercial break Yes, we do, actually. Wow, you're good at this, Bill. (laughs) You can come and sub for me. Okay, so Bill, hang on right one one moment, and we will return with Home Show Garden Pros, and we'll talk with Bill for his next question after this. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) You could spend your whole weekend slogging through that to-do list of chores at home. Ah! Or you could go from to-do to done like a boss. Get the help it takes from Houston's go-to guy for the sport of home improvements. Tom Tynan on Home Show Radio. You've got good advice for people, and I appreciate it. Coming up next after the Home Show Garden Pros. And anytime you want. At HomeShowRadio.com. Pros you can trust. Tips, advice, videos, and the Home Show Podcast. Always on. Always free. HomeShowRadio.com. Stay tuned. Home Show Radio will return shortly. 